Welcome to Words of Light with Jim, sponsored by All My Relations in Indianapolis, the largest rock and mineral shop in the Midwest, carrying metaphysical supplies for all spiritual paths. And for those that you don't, those of you who don't know, this is the Reverend Jim Pascala, all the way from Indianapolis, Indiana. Well, thank you for coming. I always enjoy coming here. Just you know that uh, I've been blessed to speak at several churches, and this is number one. So I'll just leave it at that, okay? Just leave it at that. This is number one, all right? Because every time I'm received, it's very, very positive. I can feel that love from you all. Thank you. I do appreciate that, okay? All right. Everybody knows what we're supposedly here for, right? What does spiritual development mean? mean by the way who is spiritual in this room does anybody believe that they are they better be raising their hand everybody should be raising their hand you're all spiritual okay all right i'm going to talk about some real basic things but i think it's important to get the foundation of anything understood so you can see maybe where i'm coming maybe it doesn't match up with your belief system if it doesn't please question me okay no i'm not i'm not the book if you want to call it on spiritual awakening or whatever so number one we are all spiritual beings first of all and then we're humans. We've all elected to come here to have a journey called experience. What is an experience? It's going through life. And sometimes it ain't fun, is it? No. But other times, maybe it's a picnic, right? It's good things like that. So but remember the word experience. Everybody has had experiences, I'm sure, right? Not all will say great, wonderful, but maybe some great ones at the same token. So in spirit, by by the way, everybody knows we're coming up to Halloween real quickly. It's very important to note that. Why? Because we call the veil. Remember a little story in the Bible talked about when Jesus died, the veil in the temple ripped. That's what they were talking about. Not a physical veil, but the veil that separates the spiritual world and the human self. Okay? It becomes very thin over Halloween. Why? Because it's taking time to what's that? The Day of the Dead on November 1st? Okay? Everybody knows that. that's Heather's birthday, by the way, too. And why did she pick that day? You know? To, All Saints Day. Yeah. So, here we have this veil between, let's say, the deceased and us in the physical. And this is part of what we would say spiritual development is to how to define or get rid of the separation of the veil or get rid of it completely. How do we do that? Oh, it's easy to do, right? Everybody knows how to do that, right? Okay, there's different ways to do it. Now, a lot of times to get rid of the veil or to use what we call tools, okay? Everybody knows a little bit about tools. Uh, Butcher was just telling me about it going to uh, St. Louis last week and he did an automatic writing class, okay? Believe it or not, that's a form of a tool to connect with the spirit world, okay? There's other ones, what? Called tarot cards. Anybody else? How about channeling? What is all that stuff, all these little tools, we'll call it? It's, by the way, did you know that yourself, you become a tool when you do connect into the spirit world? You become the tool. So that's how, as I believe a spiritualist, start to, if you want to use the word medium, call it connect to the other side. They get rid of the need to have whatever you call it, anything. Not that anything is not it's not bad to have tools and sometimes people even has anybody ever seen artwork by some of the artists that are considered spiritual it's awesome to think how could you create such a beautiful picture out of whatever you want to call that does anybody know how to read auras 
that's a form, it's a tool, believe it or not. So how do you use all these tools to find the answers to what? Called spiritual guidance. Who likes to know anything about themselves? Okay, all the finger pointing, by the way, is out here today, okay? I'm not going to have to point, okay? Yeah, right. It's all coming back at me. That's, the, that's it. Every time I think I'm going to get away with something, versus, oh, just a minute, we got something in store for you, Jim. We're, we're not going to let you get away with it. And that's, that's what I recognize a lot of times that, what's that? I have to step up to the plate. I just symbolically say that. That means I can't point fingers at anybody in this room until I've pointed them out at, all at me. And as a spiritually enlightened person, that's confessing and admitting to who you are. What's the two strongest words? I am. I am. Let's go back to the Jesus story. You know, the scribes and Pharisees, remember Jesus was a rebel. Don't ever kid yourself. That guy was Mr. Break all the rules, go against the system, and then all of a sudden you were supposed to like the guy, right? If you're in the system and somebody comes along and disrupts your system, would you not be upset? Exactly, you would be. So he's uprooted the system. Imagine that. And then they asked him, who, who the hell are you? Excuse me saying that. But they asked him, who are you to say that you're telling us all this information? And he just says, I am who I am. Wow, how can you dispute that? That's like saying, I am who I am as well. Own it. And a lot of people say, well, I'm a woman, I'm a man, I'm a kid, I'm a whatever. You're all of that. But just saying that I am alone owns who you are. It encompasses every bit of you. So fess up, everybody. I am. Okay? Starts with that, all right? So that's another thing we're going to do. And we're going to also open up what we call sacred space here, okay? Anytime you're going to do something real strong with the spirit world, I always advocate that you... in Invoke with prayer. And what is prayer? Intention. Okay? If you're intending, just like if you want to say bless food before you eat it, what is the intention? Is to bless the food so that it blesses your body and not take anything away from it. Is that understood? Okay? So, what we're going to do right now is I'm going to say a simple prayer here, which will provide an opening up to the spirit world to join us completely. And who is that? Believe it or not, I don't tell you you've got to have your Aunt Mary or Uncle John show up. I don't believe in that. I believe in allowing whoever it is in your highest and best interest to come present. I'm not picking and choosing. They are deciding who needs to step in here to what? Give us information. Okay? All right, see how that works? A lot of people want to call in certain archangels and stuff. Very seldom I ever specify who I want to come in unless they want to talk to somebody like, for instance, a lot of people want to talk to their deceased grandfather or grandma or somebody. Then we call out their name, and I ask them to step in. And we'll explain some more stuff about that in a minute here, okay? But let's start with prayer. Just join me. Get yourself seated. on. The, put your feet on the floor. Because remember, grounding, everybody knows a little bit about grounding. Be present in the physical world and the spiritual world. Both together. Mother, Father, God, and angels of the light. We come together this afternoon as we stand in the light of truth, joy, peace, happiness. We ask that the angels protect us from all energies that are less serving, and only those of the light may join with us, allowing each one of us to open up in the highest degree of understanding, compassion, love, and joy, as we know that we are complete and whole at all times, spaces, and places. And to this we honor and respect each and every one that should step forward, particularly in the physical and spiritual worlds, as we say, we are grateful, and so it is. Okay, thank you. All right. I always advocate, if you're going to work with people... I just, if you notice, I took a good breath of air in. 
in essence, I've took everybody's energy into me. Why? Because I want to be able to connect with you at some level. Is that understood? I'm not trying to pull energy from you. That's not what this is about. Is if you're something, remember, I'm asking for a spiritual guidance. And you guys are providing it. Did you know that? I'm just a mouthpiece. Good luck for that, right? You guys are it. Because what do I need to know will be also shared. But on the same token, if there's something that you have in your thinking will start to come to me. And I'll just start talking. I have no idea. There's no set plan here today other than what I've talked about a little bit so far. By the way, any questions, get my attention. Ask, okay? Remember, I don't know everything. So if I don't know what you're trying to tell me, say it out loud so we can hear it, all right? So far, everybody's got it all figured out, right? Good, okay? Good. Remember, there isn't anyone I think that has it all figured out. If you did, you wouldn't be here. So that's it. So first off, to think of it, to open up yourself back to the words, I am what? I am a spiritual being of light. If you get down to your core, who you really are, get rid of this shell, we'll call this physical body, all of a sudden all we have is these little white orbs running around this room. Did you know that? Everybody has seen orbs in pictures, right? That's all you are. Excuse me for a moment. This doesn't minimize it. I'm not trying to put you down for that statement. I said all that. That's really who you are. You are a being of light. That's it. Full of love. Oh, I almost forgot that little word. Yeah, man. Love. Because you didn't come here because you... Well, wait a minute. I, I remember something was told to me years ago. I was mad at God. That's what they told me. And I said, why would I be mad at God? Because God said, you need to go back, Jim. As far as I know, back to anybody who knows about a little bit about past life, and uh, I've studied a little bit about that, including my own life. I died in 1944 during World War II. 1946, I decided to come back. That's not very long, folks. Two years is very rare to come back that fast, okay? Most people stand down around 10 to 20, maybe even 50, and hundreds of years on the other side before you reincarnate, okay? So a lot of times people want to talk to a grandpa or grandma who's died maybe 20 or 30 years ago. Now, can they come in even though they've reincarnated? Yes, they can. Because you're talking to their spirit. Is that understood? You're not talking to their physical self. So they're only going to acknowledge whatever that person would understand grandpa or grandma to be from their relationship, not the new one. That understood. They're not going to talk to them about their new life at all because that's, that's nothing they would understand because it's not in that present moment. Okay? So if you want to say you're communicating with some spirit on the other side that's been passed over for a very long time. They technically could have reincarnated, but remember, they're only going to relate to the way the person understands the previous relationship, like it with grandpa and grandpa or whoever with you. I don't know if anybody ever seen anybody that they would know as a relative coming back. A lot of people, did you ever remember the windows? Where are the windows in your eyes? Look at the eyes of the person and be, look into their eyes. I had an aunt that passed away, and she came back and in, to her own great-grandson. She picked a male body, and she stayed in the family, okay? As soon as we saw that baby, Wanda, who was my wife at the time, knew immediately who she was. That, or he, I should say. <laughs> what is it? He, she, you know what I'd say? How it gets kind of crazy, because it's not the sex of the person, but it's the soul of the person. Is that understood? Okay. So that's why I said all this stuff gets kind of crazy and out of kilter sometimes to understand what is being spiritual.
and back to get rid of all this nonsense of he, she, it, shoulda, coulda, woulda. Simply say, I'm a being of light. I am who I am, full of love. Wear it every day, and then you become it. That's so important that too often we forget to put on the uniform, if you want to use that. What's that called, the uniform? Well, uh, I've had people come to see me in consultation, and because I am wearing a male uniform, uh, they get a little defensive because they have issues with males. Okay, that's true. So just remember, if you find somebody being a little guarded with you, it's not because of you as a person, but rather because you're wearing the wrong uniform. Understood? So don't take a, don't go down the defensive. I just, under, I, I tell them, I understand that you're going to be a little cautious of me. And that's okay. After you get their confidence, what happens? That door starts to open up more and more. Anybody that you're going to sit with or read for or give a message to, they're in complete control, by the way. Don't think that you are. You're not. Because if it's like, if you went up to somebody's house and you tapped on the door, rang their doorbell, they open the door and they look at it, who's ever had the door slammed in front of them? <laughs> okay? It can happen. And, you know, excuse me for a second, I'll do this. What does this tell you? They're blocking you. They're blocking you, okay? They've got my arms crossed in front of me. Why? Because they don't want you to know something about them. Who's got little secrets, by the way, besides me here, okay? Yeah, we all do, all right? Now, when you go to, to connect with somebody and they open that door, most people will let you in at least to what I call the foyer or the living room, or the kitchen. But usually don't go to the bedroom or don't go to the bathroom, okay? Because that's kind of real personal. But I've had my daughter who uh, years ago, she said, Dad, I want to like a reading. So, of course, I'm not thinking. I just opened up and I said, I think we better change the subject here because I'm getting embarrassed because I got taken into her bedroom. And I'm thinking, okay, we need to change the subject. And she said, well, I'm not going to let you go there again, Dad, see, because she didn't want to be embarrassed. But you get the point. She opened herself up so much, I saw everything about her life at that time. And it was embarrassing, of course, to her. It's life. So just to tell you, you can block, or a person can block you from going into certain spaces in their life. That understood. So if you'd say, why aren't I getting anything about this? Because they're blocking you. Don't kid yourself. The person getting read or looked at is in complete control of what they want to expose. Does that make sense? They are, not you. All you're doing is opening yourself up. What does that mean? Does anybody know how to open up themselves? Come on. Nobody knows? To take your ego out and just... Yeah. Just, I'm standing here wide open. Obviously, I said an intention. Remember that word, intention. If you believe that you're opening yourself up, and this is like practicing through time, and meditating is one way to do it, believe it or not. That's why one of the first things people will ask me, what can I do to become more aware and more enlightened? Start to meditate. How complicated is that? It's not, but it is. Because you know what happens? We call it the ego. The brain wants to start kicking in. That's all it is, is the ego, which is your brain, has figured everything out, right? Oh, yeah. And in spiritual awareness, it's not the ego. It's not about I know it all. It's about allowing. I allow myself to be open. If you don't allow, it'll never happen. Has anybody ever allowed themselves to eat food? Obviously, we all have, right? At some point. Uh, and how about going to the bathroom? You've allowed yourself to go. 
How did that happen? Did you raise your hand up? Unless you were in grade school like I had to do. You had to raise your hand to go to the bathroom, right? Mm -hmm. But if you want to say as an adult or open-up-minded person is that you have opened yourself up and have given yourself permission. That's where it starts. It has to be given to yourself. If you sit here again, well, I, I can't do that. Who's ever said that? Mm-hmm. Oh, we all have. At some conjuncture, like I can't fly airplanes, I can't ride horses. How about some people think that this gift called being intuitive or psychic or a medium, did you know you all have that gift? You do. Why haven't I been able to use it? Because, number one, you didn't know you could. Nobody ever told you that you could. A lot of people ask me, how did I get started? I was 47 years old. started reading tarot cards. My son introduced me to that, and my daughter told me some stuff, and I started thinking. Ah, kind of dangerous, right? <laughs> so I opened up doors that I wasn't sure about. I was just, okay, let's open this door and see what happens, you know? And one day, I was sitting there at the table. I was going to give my daughter a reading, and I felt I was sitting in a wind tunnel. And I thought, whoa, this is a weird feeling, and I couldn't describe it any better way. And the next thing I know, I was reading the cards before I turned them over, the cards. I could tell you what the card was going to say before I even turned it over. And then after the end of the reading, I said, God, I guess we don't need these anymore. And I was kind of like everybody sat there in like shock, like what happened? It just went on like that. It's like the light switch came on. Now, I'm not saying this is going to happen for everybody, but truthfully, I believe that I was at some point called psychic or intuitive or whatever you call that beforehand, but because I never gave myself permission, I didn't. I can't do that. If you'd have told me five years before I did this, I'd look at you and say, hmm, you must be smoking the wrong stuff, kid, because it ain't happening. I didn't see that at all in me. But... One day, finally, when everybody started to, it's like handing you enough string to finally say, you can do this. Hmm, I didn't know I could. So I'll call it the gift, and that's what I call it, a gift. I allowed it to happen. So for yourself, that's the first step, is I allow it to happen. I am a spiritual being of light and love. And I will, and I am allowing, and I continue to allow myself to open up to the highest energies possible. So if you're ever in doubt about what you're getting, ask only that the light come to you and of the highest good for all concerned. Okay? For instance, if you don't need to know something about somebody and they don't need to know that consciously, that's why you put the little writer in there stipulating only for their highest and best. And I would also throw in everyone's, which then turns it back on you too. Thank you for listening to Words of Light with Jim. Come check out All My Relations in Indianapolis or go online to allmyrelationsindy.com, the largest rock and mineral shop in the Midwest, carrying metaphysical supplies for all spiritual paths. Words of Light with Jim, spreading light for your spiritual journey.